As I'm recording this, it is Tuesday, November 22nd, 2016, two weeks after the election of Donald Trump as President of the United States of America. You're listening to RISE, a history of protest and organized resistance. Welcome to the inaugural episode of RISE. This episode will be unlike the subsequent episodes. Starting with episode two, we'll be getting into some actual history, and if you're a little bit sick of hearing about the present conditions, and I wouldn't blame you, you might want to hold out for episode two. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about my experience and the impetus behind the creation of this podcast, and then I'll ramble on about my goals and the shape I suspect the series will take, etc. And I think perhaps I should actually start out with a bit of an apology in that uh, this episode's also going to be, uh, I think, of a different tone than what I hope to achieve in future episodes. This episode is going to be reflective of my current mood. And right now, um, it is not a good mood. And that's largely what is driving this, is I have for the past two weeks felt a need to do something. And this is one of the things that I feel that I can do. In the future, I hope to be considerably more upbeat. That said, also some of the topics we're going to cover um, will be very somber. And so we may see, you know, changes in the tone um, that reflect that. Uh, But my hope will be that this particular episode won't turn people off to the rest of the series uh, just because right now I'm struggling to keep my spirits high. Emotionally, it has been a difficult two weeks to say the least. Personally, while I think I wasn't as surprised by the results of the election as many of my friends and colleagues, uh, I was still ill-prepared for the outcome. And if I'm being honest, I think that until recently, I had been in the wait-and-see camp, but uh, as as time has passed and more and more evidence has grown of this being an extraordinary situation, I have become less and less certain of my position and have become increasingly fearful of what may come. So during these two weeks, I've been trying to maintain a positive outlook and to have faith in this system as flawed as it may be in that there are uh, some key protections put in place uh, in the design of our government in the United States. Uh, As frustrating as it may be for people who seek progress, we have a system that is designed to, in theory, be able to protect against what I would brand as being catastrophic swings in either direction. But now we are faced with a situation in which, for all intents and purposes, the executive, legislative, and judicial branches are all in control of a single party, and the opposing party is one that traditionally has not really had the backbone required to um, actually put some real monkey wrenches in the gears. And I, I think that what I had been clinging to as sort of the um, last resort 
um, measure and what I felt would be sort of the, when, when all else fails, we can still count on this, um, was the, um, the decent people who do compose the right, um, people who I know and love, uh, even though I disagree with them politically, um, you know, I know that they are decent people and I have been clinging to this belief that they will say, this is not who we are and we will not abide this and we will not allow our party to be represented this way and we will not allow these policies to go through and we will not accept the leadership that has been appointed. And so far, I'm not seeing evidence of that. And in fact, to the contrary, the conversations that I've had with people have really been disheartening um, that even when faced with uh, the evidence of what we're seeing in the past few days, the um, cabinet appointments that we're seeing, the um, the announcement of the 100-day plan, even in light of these events, their position is still that they made the right choice, that they're hopeful for what's going to happen. And, you know, in many ways they are saying to me the things that I have been saying to people who have been more concerned than I had been. And so I had to come to the realization that I was on the wrong side of this. Uh, and the wrong side happened to be the center, you know, uh, go figure. And that I needed to, take a stand. Um, but even before that, I had the idea of this podcast sort of bouncing around in my head because I, you know, like I said, had not reached, um, a tipping point. Um, but I was curious about what does resistance look like in the modern era? Um, what are effective campaigns? Cause you know, right now, um, a lot of what you see, uh, are people voicing things on social media and um, basically, uh, I, you know, creating these giant feedback loops um, of concern and and it, it's a sound and fury type situation. I think sometimes, you know, I'm personally am not convinced that much happens um, as a result of sort of social media storms and. Um, it's very frustrating to me uh, when when I see basically a bunch of talk and no action. And so, you know, I I had been working on another podcast, and some of you might have listened to that podcast before, um, and it just came to an end. And I was trying to think of what I wanted to do next. And one of the things that was really interesting to me was... Um, looking at a history of protest and a history of organized uh, resistance and to try to get an idea of really what has it looked like uh, over the past? Um, have we seen any evolutionary trends? Have we uh, seen it really just sort of manifest in similar ways throughout time? Um, what differences have we seen uh among effective versus ineffective protests 
uh, you know, things along those lines. And at some point I might get into that sort of more analytical side of things. But for now, I think I just want to tell stories of protests and of, again, organized rebellions. And when it comes to the scope of this project, I think I'm going to have to draw the line at when something would start to be dubbed a revolution. And in fact, there are uh, other podcasts out there that cover that. And um, there's one called Revolutions that I would highly recommend if you're interested in that sort of thing. Um, And so I'm going to try to cover things before they would ever blossom to that point. Um, So it could mean you know, a single person protest, um, or it could mean several thousands of people, but by the time it becomes uh, sort of large scale armed conflict or things along those lines, I think at that point it will have left the scope of the types of things that I'm looking to cover. And my hope is that in the telling of these stories that I may um, also be able to, you know, learn about some very interesting characters I think that uh, we can also maybe draw some inspiration from these stories. And uh, this is, it's, uh, it's important to note that I'm going to cover uh, protests that have been successful, protests that have been unsuccessful. Um, sometimes it might be considered demoralizing. Um, and the, the purpose of this podcast is not necessarily to be uplifting. It's not necessarily to be, inspirational even um it's really just meant to be an exploration and you know take from it what you will um i'm going to try to remain fairly neutral in all this and just sort of cover facts um but of course those facts are going to be getting sort of interpreted through my own lens and so um i will encourage everybody to um, do their own fact checking on things, and hopefully you will um, contribute back by calling me out if I make a mistake on something, or if you have some additional insight that you want to lend. Please do send that um, on Twitter at Rise Podcast, uh, and you know we will incorporate that into future episodes. Um, it's also important to point out, I think, that you know uh, I'm not a historian. Uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I am not a researcher. Uh, I studied journalism a little bit, uh, but I have never worked a day of my life as a journalist, and I would not say I have journalistic integrity. So bear all of that in mind while listening to this. Um, Don't take my word for it. If something I'm talking about um, has caught your interest, please look into it yourself and draw your own conclusions. And a final note on the sort of expectations for the show, I, I would say is that uh, for the first few episodes, I think you can expect to see, you know, a fair amount of change as I switch things up to try to figure out what works and what doesn't. I have a lot of ideas as to how I'd like to present things and sort of what I want to do in sort of the post-production of things like, you know, Maybe there'll be music, maybe not. Maybe maybe I'll try to, you know, when applicable, actually include um, clips from the media and whatnot. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I think largely it's going to be a function of sort of what works in terms of the narrative and also the time involved in pulling all these resources together. 
if I had to guess, I'm, I would imagine I'm probably going to want to get the content out more than I'm going to want to curate other resources. So we'll we'll just have to see how it goes. But if you uh, if you hear something and you like it, please do share that with me. I'm uh, particularly in these these first few episodes. I'm going to want to hear your feedback, both positive and negative. What works for you? What doesn't? Uh, and and I will try to um, ad- adjust accordingly. And I think that's probably all that I want to say for now. Um, you know, I want to basically get started working on the next episode. So with that, I'll say thank you for listening. Hopefully you will subscribe to this podcast. I um, don't know what the schedule will be in terms of episode releases. I'll have to get a feel for my pace once I actually get started. But hopefully episode two will be coming out fairly soon. And uh, please, again, give me your feedback. Once again, you can reach us um, at Rise Podcast. Uh, or you can send email to info at risepodcast.com. And uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.